Welcome to the Wealthy Woman's Podcast, a podcast for high-achieving women who are great at making money but struggle to build wealth. You'll learn how to take control of your money, increase your net worth, and make more. Ladies, it's time to create a life with more money and more freedom. Let's dive in. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode number 40. So we are moving right along. So this recording is happening exactly one week before Christmas 2023. And it is snowing outside. It is very beautiful. So I am one of those people who loves snow, but only during Christmas. So I'm totally fine with the snow right now. But What would make it even better is if it only snowed like Christmas Eve and Christmas Day and then it melted and just never came back into the next holiday season. That would be amazing for me. But of course, I don't control the weather, so I digress. (laughs) I am extremely excited about our topic today. I know I'm excited about all of them, but today I am really excited because this topic, which is all about keeping more of the money you make is so relevant to me because this was my life. I know so many of you are killing it when it comes to making money. You're either a professional, maybe you're a doctor, a lawyer, a professor. Maybe you're climbing the corporate ladder. You're doing your thing in corporate America. Or maybe you are an entrepreneur and you're running your own empire. Maybe you're a coach, a consultant, a real estate agent. You just are doing your thing and you're making lots and lots of money but you're not keeping it. This episode is for you because this was my life. And I know you've probably tried so many things. You probably have read books. Maybe you've tried Dave Ramsey. Maybe you watch YouTube videos, listen to other podcasts, and there are all these strategies. You may have tried budgeting, really you know, putting yourself on a strict budget. Maybe you've tried no spend challenges. You probably have tried savings challenges. So many other things that you've probably tried to really use in order to get your money under control so that you can keep more of the money you make. And a lot of that stuff works. Don't get me wrong. Some of the things work, but a lot of it is very temporary because you're doing a bunch of action for maybe a short period of time using willpower. And then once that willpower is gone, you fizzle out and you give up and you just revert back because what you were trying maybe wasn't very sustainable. And you really weren't doing what I'm going to talk about today, which is changing from the inside out. You were starting from the outside and hoping that it would change you on the inside. Well, that is not how change typically happens. Typically, you change from the inside out. You have to change how you're thinking about things, your awareness of things, how you're feeling about things, and then your behaviors will then naturally change. But not only would those behaviors change, they will become permanent because you have become someone different. You're not the same person just trying different actions. You have literally become someone different, and so the actions can't help but to follow. So that is what we're going to cover today. I'm going to be sharing with you some really cool concepts, three in particular that I think you'll really enjoy learning about. And I'll challenge you to take me up on what I talk about today. Start to implement some of the things I talk about today. They're all internal things, right? They're things you can just do. You don't need to change any of your behaviors yet. It's just 
some internal things you can start to do so that you can start keeping more of the money that you make. And I know that's a frustrating thing when you make so much money, but you're not keeping it. So I want to help you with that today. So here's a friendly reminder before we get into everything to sign up for the Ultimate 2024 Money Planning Workshop. Remember, that's happening on Tuesday, January 2nd at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and on Saturday, January 6th at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. These workshops are going to be fire, you all. I'm going to really show up and give you all the things you need so that you can make 2024 your wealthiest year yet. And it's only $37 to join me. So go ahead and go to the show notes. If you are able, if you're not driving, I say pause this right now, go to the show notes and grab your spot. Now, if you are driving and you can't pull over right now, just remember this easy website. So it's just Jermaine Foley. And remember that's Jermaine with a G. So jermainefoley.com slash 2024. You can just type that in and go ahead and get signed up. Here's a sneak peek at what we're going to cover. So one of the concepts I'm going to share with you is around being future focused when it comes to your money. So many of us need a fresh start, but we're not allowing ourselves to have one because we keep dragging the past into the present. And I want you to know that your past doesn't have to determine your future, okay? We need a fresh start and I'm gonna show you how to be future focused and how to leave the past in the past so that you can give yourself a brand new fresh start in 2024. Because remember, we're trying to make this our most prosperous, our most abundant and our wealthiest year yet. And I know it's possible for you 100%. We're also going to look at my process for actually achieving and setting any financial goal that you have for yourself. This is so important so that you can set yourself up for success instead of fizzling out by mid-February. I want you to stick with your goals for the entire year so that you can make them a reality. The other thing we're going to look at is how to set goals that feel absolutely amazing to you. One of the things I really want you to know is that when you set goals, you really do have to be emotionally involved. You want to feel something when you set that goal. You want to either feel motivated, determined, committed, or something. You want to feel like, oh my God, this is amazing. This is going to be so much fun. This is going to be so cool. And imagine yourself already being there. Imagine yourself already achieving that goal and then bring that emotion back to this present time. So I'm going to show you how to do that because you're going to need that emotion to keep going when things get hard, to keep going when you want to give up, to keep going when you make a mistake because you're human and mistakes happen. But the only people who do not reach the finish line are the people who quit. And I want to help you to no longer quit and to keep moving forward. So it would be my pleasure if you would join me. Remember, you can go to the show notes to sign up or go to germainefoley.com slash 2024 and I will see you there. All right, let's hop into our topic for today. So as I mentioned earlier, we're really gonna talk about how to keep more of the money you make. And I know that this is such a frustrating thing when you're making a lot of money, but you're not keeping it. When I was dealing with this, I literally thought that there was no hope for me. I just thought that I was the kind of person that would not be able to keep money, that I would just struggle with money. And that was just my lot in life. I was 
cool with, you know, being the person who can make money. But I just thought, well, I just don't have that right combination, right? I can make it, but I can't keep it. Oh, this is just how my life is going to be until I really embrace these three concepts that I'm going to share with you today. Now, remember, these are internal shifts that you can start to make so that you can really begin to become the person who can keep more of her money, right? This is possible for you. You do not have to think like I thought. I thought I was hopeless. I thought there was no way that I could change. I just thought I was just bad with money and I would just struggle forever and ever. Thank God I can make it though. But you know what? When it comes to having money and keeping money, that was going to be my struggle. And I'm so glad that I found out that I was so wrong about that. And so if you feel that way or if you think that way about yourself, I want to tell you that you're wrong about yourself. You can change. You can totally turn things around. And I'm going to show you today three things that you can do internally that will help you to make lasting change so that you can become the kind of woman who not only makes really good money, but you're also the kind of woman that knows how to keep a nice amount of that money and build wealth with it. So the first concept is to become aware of what's happening, okay? Awareness is the first concept. You wanna bring awareness to what's going on with your money because currently you're living on autopilot and everything is happening at a very unconscious level, okay? I want you to think about what it's like to drive home from work when you've been living in the same home for five years and working at the same location for five years, you literally drive home from work on autopilot. And sometimes you probably get home and wonder like, you know what? I didn't even pay attention to how I got here, but I'm here. That is what's happening with your money, right? You've been living a certain way for so long that it's on autopilot. And in order To get out of autopilot, you have to wake up. You have to become aware. Just like you would have to do if you decided to move to a new neighborhood, right? And you still worked at the same location. You would have to become conscious of your journey home. So when I first moved into my home that I have been living in for about five years now, I literally had to wake up and be conscious of where I was going, especially when I was coming home from the kids' school, because I found myself driving to my old subdivision several times. I mean, not just once, but several times. And so I literally had to like make a conscious decision to be aware of where I was going when I was coming home from the kids' school because otherwise I was gonna find myself in my old subdivision again. That's the exact same thing you need to do with your money. You need to just become aware of it. Become aware of what's actually happening with your finances. Become conscious of it and stay conscious of your money. Start paying attention to what's coming in, what's going out. Just become very, very vigilant, okay? Notice what you're spending. Notice your spending triggers. Notice the expenditures that are coming out of your account, maybe even automatically. Notice when you're just swiping your card during the day. Notice what you're purchasing during the day. Are you buying coffee and lunch? Are you just, you know, stopping at Target and engaging in retail therapy after a bad day of work or 
when you're bored, like just become very, very vigilant of what you're doing with your money. At this time, we're not changing it. I just want you to become aware of it because then you'll start to see, oh, this is where all my money is going here, 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 and here. Are you buying a lot of groceries, but not using them and instead going out to eat several times a week? Just notice it all, right? Also notice how much you're bringing in. Let yourself see, okay, this is how much I'm bringing in. And also, this is how much that's going out. And this is how it's going out. And this is when it's going out. I'm swiping here. I'm handing out cash here. Pay attention to what you're doing with your kids. Are you just handing them money? Are you paying for a lot of extracurricular activities? Nothing is wrong with any of these things. I just want you to become aware of them, okay? So this was something I had to really work on, especially when I got bonuses. So I started to become really, really conscious of my salary, right? The money that was coming in on a regular basis for my husband and I. So I had that under control. I had a nice little system going. I was very conscious of it. We were making progress. We were paying off our debt. We were saving some of it for vacations and other things, right? But I was fortunate enough to have a job where I got bonuses three times a year. And that is where I found that I was very unconscious. I wasn't intentional with that portion of the money. And then I started to think about that, like, oh, I'm really aware of what's coming in on a you know biweekly basis, but I'm not really intentional about the bonuses. And what I noticed was I subconsciously would always have something big to purchase when a bonus came around. Whether it was a new handbag or a personal development course I wanted to purchase, like I always had something pretty big. When I say big, over a thousand dollars that I wanted to purchase when I got a bonus. And I started to become aware of that. Now, again, that doesn't mean that when I get bonuses now, I don't do those things, but I had to really bring that to the surface and think like, do I want to always have a big purchase to make when I bring in a bonus? Or do I want to have the luxury of really having nothing to do with this money and then making conscious progress with it? If it's to invest some of it, if it's to save a a chunk of it, if it's to pay off some debt with it, or if it's to save for a vacation, or if it's even to decide consciously, okay, I'm going to spend this percentage but the rest of it is going to go to building up my net worth, right? And once I became aware of the fact that, oh my gosh, every time I get a bonus, I have this big purchase that I want to make that takes up a nice chunk of it. So that awareness alone has saved me thousands of dollars, right? And this will save you thousands of dollars too, especially if you do it. And if you become aware of what's actually happening with your money. Another spending trigger I became conscious of. Now, if you're interested in learning more about spending triggers, I highly suggest you go to episode number 20, which is titled Conquering Your Spending Triggers. So one of the spending triggers that I had was when I was driving home from work, sometimes depending on where I was working that day, I would pass by the outlet mall. And I subconsciously literally subconsciously would drive off that exit and go into the mall. They had three of my favorite stores. One was BCBG and the other one was Banana Republic. And the third one was J Crew, right? And I 
absolutely love those stores. And I would just go to look and I'm using air quotes, right? Because you all know (laughs) that I very rarely went and just looked. I usually always came out with something in my hands, right? Some sort of something I didn't need. So with that, I had to become conscious of that and become intentional. And so when I would drive past that exit, I would literally have to consciously tell myself, hey, we're not going there today. We're not veering off today. We're not doing it. And I would have the urge, but I would have to be conscious and say, hey, nope, we're not doing that today. All because I decided to bring awareness to my money, to my spending triggers, to what I was doing with my money and how I was handling it. And so I invite you to become aware of what's going on with your money, to wake up to it, to be conscious of it. Okay, let's go on to concept number two. So this is a concept that I teach inside of the Wealthy Women's Academy, which is my group coaching program where you get one-to-one support, but also group support in changing your, your finances for good. I teach a concept called financial maturity. In order to embrace financial maturity, you have to acknowledge that where you are is because of how you thought, felt, and behaved in the past when it came to your finances. And this is true no matter what your financial results are. No matter what your net worth is, your debt level, the amount of money you have invested, the amount of money you have saved, all of those things, all of those circumstances, all of those facts were created by you. And that is what financial maturity is. I know that this may seem harsh, but it's such good news. And I'm going to explain why in a minute. Now, the alternative to being financially mature is to be financially immature. Financial immaturity is when we place blame on anything outside of ourselves for where we are financially. This can be on other people, our parents, our spouse, our employer, our business partners, the government. We could blame Sally Mae or Naviet or the student loan people. We could blame our university. We could blame society as a whole. And although... I'm the first to admit that there are circumstances that happen outside of your control every single day. I get that. But when we blame our circumstances, what we're doing is we're giving all of our power to them. And the truth is we can't control what happens to us, but what we can control is how we respond to it. So financial maturity is embracing that. Is taking ownership of where you are so that you can actually do something about it. It's a decision to take full responsibility, 100% responsibility. This empowers you. This gives you the ability to take back all your power so that you can change your life. Because here's the deal. If it's someone else's fault, then you're dependent upon them to change in order for your life to change. And that is not how we live. We do not put our lives in the hands of anyone else other than ourselves and God. We do not want to give anyone else our power, not our government, not our customers, not our employers, not even our spouse. We are responsible for where we are and we get to decide to do something different about it. And this is exactly what I help my clients do, whether you work with me privately or if you work with me inside of the Wealthy Women's Academy. 
It's all about taking back your power and changing your life. So once you become aware of what's happening with your money, what you're doing with your money, then the second step is to become financially mature about it and take 100% responsibility for where you are. So the third concept that I'm going to touch on right now very briefly is to recognize that you're living in what I'm calling a financial comfort zone. The definition of a financial comfort zone is this. It's the level where you are on autopilot with your money. It's familiar and you don't have to use much effort to maintain it. It's safe, it's familiar, and it's comfortable to your primitive brain. Even though you may not like where you are, if it's familiar, your primitive brain is all about it. And you can go to episode number seven to kind of learn more about this part of your brain. This part of your brain is all about survival. And it doesn't realize that living the way you're living is not really what's best for you. And it could care less. It just wants you to live in a familiar, habitual, comfortable place, even though it really isn't all that comfortable when you really think about it. But your primitive brain thinks it's comfortable because you've been living like this for so long and you've been surviving living this way. So it's like, hey, if we're surviving, that's all I care about. I don't care about the quality of your life. I don't care about how much money you have. All I know is we've got enough to survive and we've been living this way for all this time. So let's just keep living this way. It takes very little energy to live like this. And this is what is called a financial comfort zone. And so next week, I'm going to go deeper into this. I had the pleasure of conducting a live in-person workshop for an organization. And I shared this concept with them and they absolutely could relate to it and they loved it. So I want to share it with you all here on the podcast because that is exactly what we're doing. We're living in financial comfort zones and everything we ever want in life that's more than what we have is going to be outside of whatever comfort zone we're living in. You can live in a comfort zone with your career, with your business, with your relationship, with your parenting, with your romantic relationship. We can be in comfort zones in so many areas of our lives. And you know what? In some areas, we do want to be in a comfort zone. We don't want to be, you know, stretching in all areas of our lives at the exact same time. But I think one of the places where we could always be expanding our comfort zone is with our money, because why not? It's kind of easy to do. And so I want to help you to do that. I want to help you to really understand that you are living in a financial comfort zone. So that's concept number three, recognize that. Oh, I'm just living in a financial comfort zone. This doesn't mean that I'm stuck, that I'm bad with money, that I'm just going to be here forever. It just means that I want to expand. It just means that I need to expand my financial comfort zone. And I'm going to go deeper into this next week, okay? But for now, remember to go and register for the Ultimate 2024 Money Planning Workshop. Go to germainefoley.com slash 2024 or simply go to the show notes, click that link and register there. I hope to see you there. All right, I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Hey, before you go. If you're ready to create a life with more money and more freedom, then you're invited to join the Wealthy Woman's Academy, my signature coaching program where you'll learn how to take control of your money and build wealth 
without sacrificing your lifestyle. To get started, head on over to germainefoley.com slash WWA. That's Germain with a G. See you over there. Bye-bye.